Welcome to another edition of Sutton Like That. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. How are you doing today? Today's a good day for me. Um, I'm chilling. Um, I was supposed to be painting, but I got the wrong paint. I was rushing yesterday, but I've been really tapping into my painting skills. Not the best, but I'm more of like a free-flowing painter, if you will, abstract. Um, you know, I would love to do like uh you know like some realistic painting and you know um paintings that look like you should be they should be hung up and so today on youtube i'm going to you know look up something like that on youtube and i'm like i bet so i'm gonna give it a try i'm, I'm gonna give it some nice but for me painting is kind of like a i don't know kind of like a coping skill makes me relax makes me feel good um you know so i just like the free flow i just like how you know you got the the brush stroke all that um so you know I, I i love all that i love all that about painting and so i'm tapping into my potential tapping into my potential of painting um one of my favorite brands and shout out to my girl Lori is called uh windsor and newton um really nice acrylic paint not too harsh not too soft just right um really really good um when it comes to painting smooth and especially for me who's not like a pro but it kind of you know makes me feel like a pro painting so definitely definitely love it so today man you know i said why not be consistent in doing my podcast so i told everyone i was going to be more consistent i was going to keep putting them out and that's what i'm doing so today and i'm starting off like this on purpose because it's you know a heavy topic um you know mental health and movies and in the media like i see this as a professional and i never understood why certain professionals would critique movies tv shows or just stuff in media what have you i was always like all right cool you know you got your you know your stick and what you do you are you a cop right you know let's just start there you know you're a cop and you know, you see someone playing on New York Undercover or NYPD Blue and stuff like that. And you're like, you know, you, I used to always hear, oh, that would never happen. You would never do that. Or my uncle, he was a CO. He's retired now. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, no, that would never happen. I'm just like, why does it matter? You know what I mean? Like, I'm a kid. Like, just watch it. You know? You, you, okay, it won't happen. But who is the no but you? Right? So I just never, like, cared about it. And I'm just like, all right. But then my uncle explained to me and he was like, and he always explained a lot to me because I was always a kid to ask a lot of questions. He was like, because you want them to represent it right. And you don't want people to think that this is how it really is when it's not. You know, he was like, for example, like you got a lot of people who think that cops are bad people. And granted, there are some bad cops, but all of them aren't bad. But when you have them portrayed as a character or in a light, that's not true. And people are going to, you know, again, I'm talking as him telling me as like a 12 year old kid, 10, 12 year old kid. Um, then people are going to assume that that's right. And that's how you should perceive it. And I was like, oh, well, I didn't think about it like that. And he was like, well, just for example, like if they think that as soon as you walk into jail, everybody get raped. That's not true. Like, it does not happen. It won't happen. Um, but that's the perception that the media takes. Like every everybody's going to get raped or something bad is going to happen to you as soon as you come in jail. Now, he was said, not saying it can't, but it's not just going to automatically be like, 
somebody's just going to like, you know, just like try to rape you or something like that. You know what I mean? Like that's that that's not always that's not true. You know what I mean? So, you know, you got to be realistic in how we, you know, approach these things. And I was like, wow. Okay, cool. All right. I get it. Now, fast forward to me working in the mental health field. And, you know, I, I did group homework and I was like, all right, you know, you know, you'll see some stuff happening like, damn, that that won't ever happen. Um, and we could, but, you know, that's not supposed to happen. But then I started to, you know, further my education, um, became a licensed therapist. And now I'm working in the field. Now I'm working as a licensed clinician. I did in home, um, but it's different realms when you're working private practice and you know how you would approach it versus in home and you know uh, private practice is different but i digress so i'm watching these movies and i'm listening to the media and i'm watching these tv shows and i became one of those professionals that one of those professionals that were like no that that would never happen that would never happen why uh, one of the first movies I saw and I was just like, it was just making me, it was just cringeworthy to me, um, is the movie Split. Now, Split is about a character who has multiple personality disorders, um, and how he, you know, approaches himself and like what it looks like to be, you know, multi-person, you know, have multiple personalities. It's not called that anymore, you know, according to DSM-5, but it's a different you know, so it it was it was basically showing you someone who, again, who at the time it was multi personality disorder, um, but you're watching them transform into different people. You know, you're still the same body of person, but you're watching how they present. Like I'm Cheryl. I'm I'm just giving you these names. These names aren't you know real names from the movies, but like I'm Ben and I'm Derek, and so he had like seven personalities. So, and and. And listening and in watching, I'm like, okay, well, the red flag to me was having her own, um, you know, house as her, you know, private practice. Now, is it done? I'm sure it is. Is it supposed to be done? No, because ethically, you know, you don't want no one to know where you live because guess what? If they find out where you live, they can probably kill you. Now, we got the internet and we got all sorts of other places that you know can tell you you know like where someone lives like i'm sure someone could find out where i live that's that's nothing but to invite them to your home it's a different environment um it's a different type of boundary one you know what i mean like so that's that's that but two you know uh um you know just just the realism of like you know like you're more connected to me and you're at my house my family it's just it just presents with all type of moral and ethical issues that that could happen right like you know it's just crazy so i'm watching that movie and i'm just like i was just disgusted now this was the first movie that i'm watching like and i'm just usually i'm just like again like i don't care what you do like you know it is what it is and you know um i i, I don't give a damn about that and but I'm i'm just watching how this therapist was and she was just ethically you would never do this like from the touching of the client and like having them in their house and just trying to chase them down you know again i'm trying not to spoil the movie but 
I'm like, yo, you're not supposed to do that because it's like one, you're putting yourself in danger. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you're not supposed to do this at all. So that was that. Now it's about, you know, now I'm seeing more um, shows. I'm seeing more of the media talk about mental health, right? Like I, I, I think the problem for me is, and this it's getting better. I, I would say that, right? I think the problem I had with the media in in general, and I'll just say the media include TV shows, movies, and not all, but again, I'm just saying just from uh just from a secular point of of how it presents itself, right? Like like just just from a totality of you know media, news, all that. They. As you know, we started to learn you know, because we had more mass shootings, uh, we had more bullying, um, we had more uh, uh, kids who were coming out uh, LGBT, LGBTQ uh, race. So it was it's 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 a very sensitive time, right? The Me Too movement was out. So I think that what Hollywood, I don't want to say Hollywood media wanted to do was let's get a jump on this so that we don't get you know, called for being insensitive and we not being the ones who try to put a kibosh on this. Like we want to do our part. So you would have, and, and, and even now, right? Like you, you would have the media, uh, label things. That's not what it should be. Like, for example, like, you know, you'll say, uh, he's over here shooting up the school because he's depressed. And I'm like, listen, if a person is depressed and they're shooting up schools, I guarantee you they're not depressed. Because when you think about it, when you're depressed, what do you want to do? Nothing, right? Like you don't want to eat. You don't want to sleep. You don't want to shower. Like you don't want to leave the house because your body is so bogged down with just this emotional weight that you don't want to go nowhere. You don't want to do anything. So anytime you will read the paper, the, the the media again they have a way of sensationalizing and they had uh and they and they have a way of putting a label on things to make you believe that's what it is because again it sells so you have them saying well he was depressed and you know he was he was this and you know he was that but the forefront of it was depression and i'm like that is not depression like a person that's depressed is not going to do a lot of these things now especially kill other people because if you're depressed you're not worried about other people you're worried about yourself like your issue is with yourself so being that you have all these issues you tend to put more of the stress upon you so it's not so much of like yeah well you know it's it's therefore it's more of my fault so that's something that i kept seeing in media so I just felt that media was just like, let's just get ahead of this. Let's say something. Let's say we're doing our part. Let's make these movies. Uh, let's say this. And we just we just want to do it because we don't want nobody to say that we're not doing it. But then the media's like, all right, well, you know what? We're doing a bad job. So let's hire people or let's interview and get consultants to give us some words that we can use give us some type of understanding of what mental health is and that's what they started to do but in doing that they you know uh so 
in doing that, what they did was they they said, okay, we're going to take what you taught us, but we're also not going to take what you taught us. You know, we're going to use the part that's going to help us sell magazines and tickets and get us more money because you can see like, all right, wow. Like, okay, they're getting this diagnosis, right? Right. Like even, even if you look at the medical shows, like they're doing a better job of, of having a professional, you can tell that they have a professional on uh, the actual team of consultants because the words and, you know, verbiage stuff that you may heard again, I'm not a doctor, but I, I asked someone who I know is a doctor and she's like, well, again, better, but, you know, so, again, a lot of this stuff is just, you know, jargon that they use. But for mental health, again, they, they, they get it right for a little bit, but then it's like they go back to the just lazy ways of, of diagnosing, of having people understand other people. Because, you know, now the new thing is bipolar. And like, oh, well, he's bipolar. That's why he act like that. I'm like, that's not the case. And that's not true. And that's why I try to educate people on certain things. I'm like, that's not what bipolar is. This is what bipolar looks like. Bipolar is a person who is in the manic state for this day or they're not, you know. And I tried to get too technical with it because some people don't understand. But then if someone want to know, I let them know. But what I don't do is misinform. Right. So what I don't do is just say, yeah, this is what it is. And you're going to have to accept it now. And 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 I feel that's what the media is doing with bipolar, um, with anxiety. It's like, oh, they got anxiety. That's why they hauled off and punched somebody in the face or that's why they did what they did. It's like, no, it's not just that other contributing factors. Now, I think of that and I think of a show called 13 Reasons Why. Right. So basically, I didn't watch the show because I don't want to see people kill themselves, and I, I don't I don't like to see bad stuff happen to kids or anybody in that sense. Especially when you're using mental health as the piece of of why you know this person did what they did. Now again, I can't speak on the show because I didn't watch the show, so I'm not going to say if they did a good, bad, or indifferent. I'm just going by people who I trust who have a great background sense and mental health who are professionals in the field that watch the show and i know some people especially one person in particular and she was like the show was horrible she was like the way they just portrayed this person to being depressed uh you know uh of this person and she and she broke it down and i'm like and that's the issue i have with the media because the media use one little word and they run with it and people are so misinformed People are so misinformed to the point that they don't even want help anymore. You know, it's like the media has to understand that, you know, in order for people to get better, they're going to have to see better. And I'm not saying, you know, you're going to have to be perfect, but damn it, you know, just be good at it. Just 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 make a better effort. Um, and I try to tell people all the time, whenever you're looking for a therapist, you know, it's like buying a car. You know, you, you you go, you test it out. You might like it, you might not. But again, that's your car. If you don't like it within a certain amount of days that they give you, then you bring the car back. Or if you take it and you and it's over that time, then you sell it, you do what you gotta do, make it your own. Or get your you know, get your new car. Same thing about therapists. It's like 
if you don't have a good therapist and if you don't have a good relationship, if you don't have, think this person is not, it's not clicking with you, then guess what? You can leave. You don't have to stay with them because you, then maybe that's not the right connection. You want to be with someone that you can connect with. You don't want to be with a yes man or yes woman or someone to just tell you, yeah, you're right. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. You're right. Or no, you're right. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. And, you know, it's just combative. You want someone that has a good balance. And a lot of times I think what happens is, again, from watching TV, from listening to someone who never had therapy before, you take that and you run with it. And you make it like it's the in all be all of everything, which is not. You know, like it is not the end all be all of everything. If you feel that this person is not doing you justice, guess what? You can leave this person. You don't have to be with them. You can go do your thing. And I tell my clients that all the time. When you, when you start out, if I'm not the right one, let me know. You can go with somebody else. And that's why I try to keep a smaller caseload because I want my clients to be able to trust me. I want to be able to trust my clients that I can give them the best advice and that they will take what I'm saying and help make their life better. You know, so that's my goal. But, you know, the media, again, has taken it to the point where they're they're talking about mental health, but they're not educating. And so I want, you know, people to understand and ask questions. If you know somebody who's in who's in a mental health field, ask them, even if you know someone who's, you know, practicing or 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 involved in mental health, ask questions. Because what I don't want the media to do is push people away from getting the proper help when it comes to mental health. I don't want people to be afraid to say, yeah, nah, but let me try this anyway because of whatever. You know, because the stigma of mental health is real, especially in the black community. You know, being an African-American man myself, like I know people who was like, I'm not doing therapy because... I don't want them this or I don't want them that. And I don't want a white therapist and they don't understand me. And that goes, you know, to the the instinctual. That goes, you know, back hundreds of years ago. That goes back to what they know in their house. That goes back to the experience. You know, so a lot of that stuff plays a key. So I want to be able to be a person that can help and educate because I think that a lot of us suffer in ways that we don't even understand. Even for me, like I'm a therapist, but I still go to therapy. And people are like, oh, that's crazy. What? You know, you're a therapist? Yes. You know, if 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 you're a dentist, does, does that mean you stop, you know, getting your teeth clean? <laughs> no, it doesn't. You know, you, you continue to make yourself better. And that's what I'm doing is, hey, I'm continuing to make myself better. And I'm a therapist because when I want to help people, but I can't help no one if if I'm broken. And it took a while for me to find a good therapist because, again, like, you know, you one insurance like that's another issue in America that I'll talk about in another podcast. But two is also finding a therapist that was comfortable in taking me on as a client, because I think that a lot of therapists feel like, well, they're therapists, so they should know. Yeah, we should. But it's always easier when it's someone else versus yourself. You know, like it's it's. It's tough being able to critique another person that's in the field. But when you come as a mental health professional, keyword professional, you come to this person as a client, not as a mental health professional. The mental health professional, that's my job. Like, that's what I do. But I'm still a human 
that needs help and I want help and I want accountability, you know, so those are the things that people don't hear about and that they don't, you know, even ask like therapists having therapists. Yes, support is huge. You know, we can't tell clients to do certain stuff and we're not doing it ourselves. We're not living it ourselves. Now, some therapists don't have therapists. Okay, cool. And they're probably great therapists, right? But self-reflection goes but so far before you just reflecting on your own greed and your own negativity, right? Because, yeah, I can self-reflect, but sometimes you need someone else that's unbiased to kind of give you some guidance and give you some direction and give you what you need to be successful. And that's how I feel about therapists having therapists you know like having someone that can kind of call you out that's not family related um so my attempt to or i won't say my attempt but again the reason why i want to talk about this podcast because like i don't want the media to fool people i don't want the media to pull the world over a hat it's like mental health is not as important as you think it is you know like it's all in your head um like it doesn't you know, benefit you to talk to my because again, like, eh, I can do it myself. And, and a lot of people think, well, why should I pay money for somebody to tell me what to do? You know, and then the first, not first, but a lot of people said, well, I was watching this show. What show? Again, uh, you know, again, you, you wouldn't, you know, watch a watch the cooking network and say, well, I taste the ice cream and I know it's not good because I seen it on TV and the way they talked about it. How could you say that? And you never ate the ice cream, you know, so never doing it and speculation is two different things. I mean, sorry, it's the same thing, but doing it and, 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 and having an experience that's different. And again, even if you had a bad experience, unless it was like, you know, I mean, just like abuse, like, then that's different. I, I, I totally understand. Like, I'm not going back there. I've been abused before. I don't got time for it. Um, but asking those questions and being involved in it and, and, you know, that way you learn. So I just don't, I just don't like how it's going right now. Um, because it's oversaturated. I think it's like oversaturated with mental health, but it's not good quality. You know, it's, it's like, don't throw me slop and say, Hey, but it's food, you know? So, but, uh, but having substance with it. And again, it can take a while, you know, like anything that's starting out, you know, you're trying to understand what's going on. You're trying to get people to understand and buy into it. But only way they can do that is if they trust you. Right. Like if you're telling, you know, things that are good, if you're telling things that are equatable and that are real, people are going to buy it. But if you present this, it's not good. You're crazy. And again, a lot of this is a lot of people's bias. Especially people that are sitting, making the rules and making, you know, uh, um, uh, all these changes and lobbying. Like, a lot of them don't know. They just speculate. So, being that they speculate, they just take their own anxieties and put it into everything, and which causes a, a mass hysteria. But I don't want anyone to feel discouraged. Um, I want you to know that, ask questions. Again, some of the stuff that they are doing in media is good. A lot of it is great. A lot of it is, you know, to benefit, you know, oneself. But in order to get better, you have to do better. You know, you have to go and seek out knowledge. You have to go and get a therapist, if you will, or ask them. 
um, and that will help your case. So if I can say anything as we are uh, parting here, I would say, you know, ask questions, you know, uh, mental health is a process. It's not a, a linear thing either, you know, like it's not just going to be go here to here. It's going to be a process that can take you through slopes and slams. And so I, I, I hope people can understand what I'm saying. I hope people can start to ask more questions. I hope people can engage in it and know that like one shoe does not fit all. You know, someone experience does not mean this is what it, it really is. And this is what it's going to end up being. But taking your time, getting engaged. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me because I want people to get the help that they need, even if it's for a short time or even if it's for a lifetime. Having that support in mental health, that's going to help you out a lot. So with that being said, people, I appreciate y'all so much. Please feel free to stop on my Facebook page and I'll see you soon.